Ah, welcome to Movie Magic. We would be honored if you would join us. Five, six, eight. Are you one of those single tier people? All the dogs in King's Landing howled through the night. They cry out for their true queen. I'm Batman. Name's Bond, James Bond. One of them leads to the castle at the center of the labyrinth, and the other one leads to certain death. <gasps> Go ahead. Make my day. He sounds like quite a man. A passenger has died on the train. Who gave the order to kill me? Movie Magic with Colin Gomez. Money FM 89.3. Commence primary ignition. I can't believe it. It's already the first weekend of December, and the question we ask every year is, where did all the months go? Well, over this year, I've watched many movies, some good, some bad, and some repeats. So on today's show, I'll be laying out a plethora of movies and shows that you can watch at home on your streaming services. Now, if you tuned into an episode of Movie Magic where I raved about a three-and-a-half-hour film titled Killers of the Flower Moon, you would have heard me talk about not only how good the story is, but also about the acting as the direction from Martin Scorsese brought out the best in every actor. Leo DiCaprio was just one of the many. You know, he was only 22 years old when he was cast to play the role of Jack in 1996. And this was in Titanic, which was released in theaters towards the end of 1997. Now, he's come a long way since then, acting in many great movies and taking on many great roles. And as of November 11th, he turned 49. One of the other movies that he acted in the past, which, in my opinion, is one of his best performances too, is Blood Diamond. DiCaprio stars as Danny Archer, a mercenary diamond smuggler searching for a priceless diamond amid the chaos of a civil war in Africa. Meanwhile, a man called Gladiator, played by Jamin Honsu, is a desperate father searching for his lost son. Jennifer Connelly is a reporter searching for the truth behind the trade in these conflict illegal diamonds. The characters come together, one searching for fortune no matter what the cost, the other looking for his son no matter what the cost, and the reporter trying to reveal the atrocities that go about in illegal diamond trading. Lots of blood is shed to get diamonds. And this film reflects what goes on in the real world. What I like about Leo DiCaprio in this movie is his ability to speak like a white South African man. His accent was spot on. Movie Magic with Colin Gomez, Money FM 89.3. Now, from Blood Diamond, I'd like to bring your attention to an African movie I watched not too long ago on Netflix. Now, you'd be able to watch a dubbed version, but I watched it in its original language and read the subtitles. Now, no matter how good a dubbed version can be, the emotions that come from the voices of the original actors cannot be substituted. And that's why I like watching movies in its original language uh, that it was shot in. This Nigerian movie is titled Ijogbon, or Chaos, which is the English title. 
The premise is four teenagers come across a bag of diamonds in the woods. They're uncut, raw diamonds. <laughs> As opposed to ripe diamonds? No, there's no such thing. Anyway, they're uncut diamonds. At first, they think it's just broken glass. But they put two and two together and know that they have come across something very precious and very expensive. But you know what happens to found treasure, right? There'll always be someone else to claim it. And so there are many people who want to get their hands on these diamonds. And they are the greedy and bad people who will kill anyone in their way. This Nollywood movie is a comedy, but it also talks about greed, corruption, betrayal, loyalty, and friendship too. If you like the 80s movie The Goonies, then you might like this. Now, there are many movies about diamonds, but I'll save that for another day. Frankly speaking, I'm not into diamonds. Because just like cars that devalues when it is bought and when it leaves the showroom, diamonds have practically no resale value as compared to gold. But why is this shiny stone so sought after? Why is there bloodshed over these stones? I'll save that for another episode of Movie Magic, maybe a couple of months from now. Meanwhile, if you haven't watched the documentary Mission Joy, Finding Happiness in Troubled Times, what are you waiting for? I mentioned this documentary mid-November, and if you missed it, well, not to worry. You can always search it on the net by typing Movie Magic with Colin Gomez. Scroll down to the title Feel Good Documentaries. It's in there. And I have been recommending Mission Joy, Finding Happiness in Troubled Times to everyone I meet. I guarantee it will change your perspective of things for the good. All those negative feelings will pass just by applying what is mentioned in Mission Joy. Money FM 89.3. Movie Magic with Colin Gomez. Now, what brings me joy is watching a comedy. And recently, I stumbled upon a 2010 British comedy on Amazon Prime. It's titled, It's a Wonderful Afterlife. I know it's a play on the words from the classic, It's a Wonderful Life. But unlike the classic, this is a film that has slapstick and gross humor. The film is set in Britain's Indian community, and it's about a mother who is obsessed with marrying off her daughter. Her daughter is a little bit on the you know chubby side, and so marrying her off is a challenge. But she is desperate to get her married, and she wants to be reunited with her late husband. And only after seeing her daughter get married will she have the peace of mind to be reunited with her husband in the afterlife, of course. Now, meanwhile, in the Indian community, there have been murders. Most of the slayings, you know, have already occurred, so you don't see them uh, when the movie opens, though we do witness the aftermath of the last. As a man who has been forced to gorge himself on spicy food is brought into a hospital operating room, in the emergency room, he is rushed in. Now, I won't tell you what happens at the operating room, but what happens next is gross, which sets the mood of the film. Lots of gross stuff. Slippery and slimy. The police call this curry killings because all the murders have something to do with Indian food, spices or utensils. Because of his ethnic background, Detective Sergeant Murthy, played by the TV series Heroes star 
Sandil Ramamurti, is put on the case. His job is to find out who is the murderer and why this person is doing it. Why and who did it is revealed in the first part of the film, so you don't have to guess who did it and why this person did it. But it'll make you want to side the murderer. You know, you don't want the murderer to be found out. The dead people that come to haunt the murderer reminds me of the movie An American Werewolf in London. Now, that's another movie that I'll be watching this month as it's one of those movies that has comedy and horror mixed in one and it's very well done with a great story. And I'm not comparing that movie to this movie, It's a Wonderful Afterlife, because An American Werewolf in London is a league of its own. You know, it, it, it's, it's so good. It's just that uh, the walking dead people rotting in this movie reminded me of that. It stars... Indian-British comedian Sanjeev Bakshkar, who's known for the TV comedy series Goodness Gracious Me, as well as The Kumars at number 42. If you haven't watched the series in the past, well, you'd be able to catch up on these comedies on YouTube. They are free and they're funny. Now, It's a Wonderful Afterlife is from the makers of Bend It Like Beckham. It is not as good as Bend It Like Beckham, but it's watchable and it has some laugh-out-loud moments. And watch the rolling credits, too, as it shows the behind-the-scenes of the after-party when they wrapped up the shoot. It shows how much fun they were having, dancing to the Bali Sagu remix of the Bee Gees song covered by a tribute band, Staying Alive. Money FM 89.3. Movie Magic with Colin Gomez. Before I talk about an amazing World War II film that is also a little romantic... I was wondering if you heard of the new Beatles song, Now and Then. If you haven't, here's a brief backstory which you can find on Disney+. John Lennon had recorded a song on a cassette tape with him on the piano. Yoko Ono gave it to Paul, and Paul called up George and Ringo to see if they wanted to finish the song and polish it with, you know, bass and drums and guitars. George did record his guitar parts, but the piano was... Uh, you know, drowning John's voice and they couldn't isolate it. So they left a project and then, to make matters worse, George passed away. However, after Peter Jackson's documentary, Get Back, which had the technology to isolate vocals from musical instruments, Paul called Ringo and the four, Paul, Ringo and their deceased band members, John and George, were reunited. And from that came this latest Beatles song, Now and Then. You can find the making of this song on Disney+. It's not one of their best songs, like, you know, Hey Jude or Come Together, but it is a good song nonetheless. Money FM 89.3, Movie Magic with Colin Gomez. The Netflix original, All the Light We Cannot See, is a four-part miniseries based on the Pulitzer Prize novel by Anthony Doerr of the same name. Each episode is about an hour long, and binge-watching would take you only four hours. But I watched it in two separate days because, as you know, I don't like to binge-watch. It follows the lives of two teenagers during the height of World War II. Marie, a blind French girl, and Werner, a German boy forced to join and fight for the Nazi regime. It stars Mark Ruffalo as the blind girl's father, and Hugh Laurie as the uncle. 
The blind actors in this movie, one playing the young Marie and the other the grown-up teenage Marie, are both legally blind in real life, and that's what makes it even better. Some parts of the story also reminds me of an Indiana Jones movie where a greedy Nazi wants to get an artifact, you know, a precious but superstitious stone uh, that has a curse and a blessing at the same time. The story and scenes are not only moving, but there's a lot to uh, learn from this movie. And you'd be able to find quotes that you could use in your daily lives. Quotes like, um, I think if I'm not mistaken, the best light is the light we don't see with our eyes open, or something like that. And another quote is, open your eyes and see what you can with them before they close forever. I know, it's, it's, it's amazing. This movie teaches us to live, to live with others, to live for others, and it teaches us about death. It's well directed by Canadian director Sean Levy. You know, one day I'll be saying on Movie Magic about a big blockbuster movie directed by a Singapore-born director. I know that's coming up someday. I don't know when, but I know it'll be here, and I'll be proud to say it here on Movie Magic. The movie soundtrack is done by James Newton Howard, who is one of my favorite movie composers. The series ends, well, don't worry, I'm not going to give away any spoilers here, but it ends with a tune that binds the characters together. I'm sure when you hear this serene piano tune, you will hum along, and it might drift you away. Now, the people that make movie magic happen here are Corey, Pushan, Jessica, Raushan, and Loretta. I'm Colin, wishing you peace and happiness with a plethora of movies that was recommended here on Movie Magic. Money FM 89.3.